Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Matthew, and I'm just glad to be here. Oh, all right. Glad you're here, too. Oh, <laughs> man, you have no idea. Today on Dawn of Justice, we're talking about minute number 60. So we're now one hour completely into the film. Are we now? Yeah, benchmark. Um, the minute's going to start with Wallace saying uh, that he can't piss standing up to Arc. Senator Finch. And the minute ends with the human trafficker being shanked to death. Did I spoil the whole minute for you guys? Yeah, why are we going to... Let's not even talk about it anymore. All right, well, that was a good show, guys. I think we Glad need to be here. <laughs> I think we need to talk about it, because... Uh, well, I, see, this is why... I find the whole Wallace thing just cringy, so I'm not kind of interested yeah, in that. Um, Wallace Keefe is the worst. Wallace Keefe is the worst. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, um, I didn't know his first name was Wallace. It's cool that his last yeah, name what was do you Keefe, mean? but... I uh, watched these minutes. It's been probably a month since I actually watched the whole movie. And then he's on the ground in the beginning. He's like, what's your name? Wallace? Yeah, what do they call you? Wally? All right, fair enough. I would never call him Wally. No. Nah. That oh. name is special. I just call him Keith. That's what you've been calling him. Yeah. Like the chief. No, he's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. Roll them sleeves down one notch. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I don't know if there's anything to get out of the center. I, I really didn't pull anything out. I yeah. took it as it is. And it's like, oh, well, he he's like, it turns the plot into the into the point where it's like, oh, this is how we're gonna get Superman in court and all that. So, I guess that's the string being pulled. It's just Lex but for that. That's all it is for me. Playing chess. Does that make sense, Nate? Oh, the Wallace part, getting him in court. Yeah, yeah like, that's it's all just it really more is. of like yeah, plot it's, direction. It's, it's just plot direction. It's just like, hey, let me just egg you on a little bit. Look at all these people that are having a real bad time about Superman, quote unquote, saving him. Yeah. Because Wallace is the first person to like openly defy Superman. That's like mm-hmm. his big deal. Like the whole spray painting the yeah, statue. Yeah, that's like, why he was a he figure. Was like, that's why he was chosen. He was like, uh, you know, in like dystopian books where you have like the one guy who like breaks society. Yeah, she's stirring the pot. It's like he's that guy. He's the he's the, the guy who, he like what is it like something in like a system of gears and he like it like jams it. Like he's that guy. He's like the spoke in the. A stick in the S- gear. Stick in the stick. Stick in the spoke. Stick in the spoke. That's bikes. That's what he is, right? That's an analogy, right? Or am I, I making guess. stuff up? I don't here? know. You remember that scene in Big Daddy where that the, the uh, Zach and Cody are throwing sticks on the <laughs> on the bikes? <laughs> Zach and, and Cody it took turns. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that's what he is, and that's really all I got out of this. But the the next scene with the whole. Human trafficker. I have I, I never wrote down his name, so I'm sorry. Not important. But I, <laughs> so we find out he is in Goth or Metropolis General, right? That's mm-hmm. the prison he's in now. So it's confirmed that he's in Metropolis. I don't know why. Um, but it starts out with uh, Anatoly returns, and he's having a conversation with uh, what'd you call him, Iron Fist? Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> uh, a tattoo on his hand. It says Iron on it, and then it's yeah, on it's his funny. fist. So but guess. he's for some reason also Luke Cage. It's just <laughs> so maybe they were like, "What's the opposite?" No, we can't say that. <laughs> um, um, weird, nonetheless. But it probably is the a, point. an Iron Fist reference. It defined it? who the character was and what it was he going to do. I can't really read the rest of his tattoos, but 
it definitely looks like I don't know. I'm just gonna say it's an Iron Fist reference, even though it's a Marvel thing. And that was like them having fun with it. Um, we do see Anatoly. He's wearing a sweet uh, leather biker jacket, which um, I don't. I think it's like a whole duster. The cop must have been okay with it. Do, do you think like? Yeah, that's weird. Like, what do you, what does Anatoly say? Anatoly's like, yo, take care of it, all right. And then the guy's like, yeah, you're right. And it's like the cops are standing right there, and they're like. All right, yeah, go I guess, kill that guy. I guess they're probably paid off by Luther or something. They had to have. Let well, that the cops. Uh, Do we agree that the cops weren't supportive of just? This is Metropolis Central, though. Like these okay. guards are letting it happen, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. See, I can understand it in Gotham, but in you can't Gotham? understand it in Metropolis. But the whole jail thing is where it's kind of where the confusion comes from, because like if people that were in Gotham that were branded get transferred to metropolis is them being transferred to metropolis the death sentence like are the criminals that get branded and stay in gotham do they still die or do they just branded do they die once they get transferred out of their i think they all die central or whatever or do they all just die like if you have a criminal in gotham and you sentence like, brand them and you sentence them to blackgate is scarecrow coming in and like you know doing a whole gang of like killer croc behind him and you know toy master there and they're like all right we're gonna kill you uh, it's a good question. Like, I, is that what that is? That's the question I have, and I don't understand. Um, because I guess another... I think Blackgate was probably the thing, like Arkham, I guess. Well, no, you can't really send them to Arkham if you get branded. Because another... Arkham is only for oh. the high level, like, You think, like, Joker case? and all the other ones, are are they branded? Nah. No? It's, like, a whole different... This is a whole different type of thing. He that's just why started New this. rules. Yeah. But. Who knows if any of the big wigs, you know, came into play. I don't, I don't think, think they I, don't, I think the branding happened afterwards. It makes me wonder, while the future, like, all the Justice League stuff happens, are they going to make him, like, juggle, like, his current villains with the Justice League stuff? Oh, that's a totally different bear to jump into. Like, Because it makes me wonder if everything is quelled right now. Uh, We know, obviously, Joker is running around, but it makes me wonder if all the other guys, like Penguin and all them, are they... I think they're in Arkham. You think they're, like, all locked up? You think everything's, like, quelled right now? You think I don't know no... about quelled, but I feel like the people that quelled. could make bail could make bail. Like, maybe Penguin quelled. or maybe, like, Penguin got sent there too many, one too many times and now, like, can't make bail. I still feel like, I don't know why, I think, like, Black Mask and stuff and, like, those corporate, like, villains are still... Penguin? Yeah, see, I think Penguin probably... Do you think the gangs... Got thrown in there one too many times for them to be like, all right, no more. And but maybe, then, like, if that newspaper is actually Harvey Dent, I yeah, really I like, like thinking that he's got, Harvey Dent is... He's got is, diplomatic immunity. Well, or he's, like, that reformed Harvey Dent that we do see in the comic. Oh, yeah. When he gets facial surgery. And yeah, everything. like... Could be. I like that. But still, like, he's still he's still crazy. Like, Harvey Dent is has that bipolar aspect to him. So, like, putting that in office, it's great. That Gotham show had... Um, Yo, that Gotham that show one kid is as Harvey Dent, but he like had those fits of bipolar rage. I try to follow. And he was still in office or whatever. I watch Gotham every now and then, and I don't keep up with it. Apparently, people love it for all like the weirdest reasons. It's like a totally, it's like not, uh, canon. It, they take no so many on. liberties with that show. You just gotta think of it as an Elseworld, man. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, people love it for that, like how weird it is, like how like off the path it is. And I was watching it, and the other day I was just like, 
so confused by what the characters were doing, like especially Bruce Wayne. They're all just doing their thing, but it they're like make doing Wayne's dressing up in like, like some SMS said, fucking leather shit. Sorry for cursing. No, but I was like, <laughs> it's like the writers are like, all right, this is what Batman doesn't do, so he's gonna do it. And same thing with Jim Gordon's like, this is what that character wouldn't do, so he's going to do that. It's and weird. it's, it's like, a topsy turvy world, and it's so weird because it's like I think the show's. I bet if I sat down and watched it, I might actually be like, hey, that's a pretty good show, and they're doing some cool stuff. But from the outside, it just seems like craziness, and I guess that's why people like it. I'll be honest. I just think of it of the Big Bang Theory watchers into comics. Oh, or like they don't really know much about the universe? Yeah. I mean, that... I'm jaded. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So my question in this minute, because like after Iron Fist talks with Anatoly, um, and he's and like basically orders him to like execute. Can we call him Iron Hand? Nah, Iron. As in like a diet, like a like a knockoff. Yeah, like a knockoff. What are those called? Like um, bootleg. Bootleg action figures, where it's like, oh, this is a new Iron Hand figure, and it's like (laughs) a wrestler, like it's like a Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestler, but someone actually hand painted his the the dragon, the dragon, and like like the word Iron right here. Yeah, like that guy has it. Exactly. Let's make that action figure. I'll make that action figure. I think that might exist. Just you look gotta, for it. You gotta still Just look for Austin. it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he sends Iron Hand to go kill uh, the human trafficker, uh, which we knew was coming. But do you think the human trafficker guy was like, did he know he was going to get killed right then and there? Or was that a surprise? He seemed to be accepting of whatever the... <laughs> whatever was about to happen. Yeah, I think it was like, used to oh, that, like, like I gotta go out to the yard, this that, is it. That exhale. <sighs> yeah, exactly. <What? laughs> it's like, let's just get this over How with. did they know he was branded, though? I guess well, they saw we know him how that beforehand. one guy knew. What one guy? Anatoly the guy was that like stabbed guy. him. Oh, Anatoly told him to just yeah. do yeah, it? Was the whole, yeah. They, so that, that guy like could have gone the whole time in jail without taking his shirt off and like not shown the brand at all, and then he He'd probably would have been safe. Yeah, because... The bat brain doesn't actually sentence people to death. It's people. The people just decide act, to do that. That like Iron Hand, yeah, killed that guy without knowing about that bat brand. Yeah, he only killed him because he was told to. Yeah. Now the media and like the outside people, they put two and two together. They go, oh, bat brand shanked in prison, Batman death sentence thing. Like that guy in prison has so, no idea that that's a thing. Do you think that the whole thing about the bat brand and like the thing people dying like yeah. that's all lex actually telling anatoly yeah, to I don't kill think people it started at all bat batman's branding people to like what we talked about where it's like death sentence of like like you can't do anything in like life. status like yeah. that's what status. i mean i think that's what batman wants now lex luther is going off and killing those people and being like hey i can show you that what you're doing is wrong to people does that make sense yeah I guess, but I feel like Batman, like, after, like, the first couple or three times, he would have stopped doing it, but there's some sort of part of him that's like, all right, these people are bad people, I guess they're dying, and indirectly by me. What do you think? I mean, does, does, my main question is, has Lex Luthor been killing all 18? Killing all of these people. That's a great question. And I definitely believe Batman's been very vague about it towards, like, the people asking him about what he thinks of the brand and everything, like, towards Alfred and stuff. But he's got to be like, who is killing these fucking people? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is this happening? He's got to be contemplating, like, why that's going down. I don't know. Had he investigated KG Beast at all before he shot him? He's following him now. Yeah. Bat- Bruce is following KG Beast? Yeah. 
He's because the human trafficker worked for Anatoly, which is crazy because Anatoly is the one killing him off. Like, dang, okay. So Anatoly, before his plan with that's Luther, right because they did the phone switch. Okay, yeah, because Anatoly, sorry. Anatoly's main profession is human trafficking. Yeah, okay. That <laughs> plays into how he gets. Like Martha <laughs> Kent and Lois Lane, it's because that's it. That's what he's good at, that's which weird. is a very hostile thing, right? Like, did you know that from the movie, or did you have to look into that? That's no, crazy. it's from the movie. They mentioned that he, okay. yeah, when Batman's looking at the computer, he says okay. something about his profession is yeah. human trafficking, which is messed up because that's a real issue in real that's life. It's terrible. Yeah, and so they got like Lois a, to the desert, like oh, Taken. You've seen the movie Taken, right? Liam yeah. Neeson. That's what's going on in this movie. But Anatoly, one of his... Oh, shit, Roz is coming for him. One of his, like, staff members is this human <laughs> trafficker who works in the Gotham ports. And, um... And so Batman got the human trafficker to find out about Anatoly, to find out about the white Portuguese, to find out about Lex Luthor. Like, that's that string. That's how that's this crazy. guy's related. So if, if Lex is ultimately planning all these killings of the bat brand people that means lex has been just pretty much following batman around and figuring out every single criminal that he's branding yeah and he wanted batman to find the human trafficker which is on the lowest part of his chain of command which is crazy he's like yo i want you to find out about it's just a because it's, a, it's, an, it's an ouroboros it's like yeah. like one is just like going right back into the other it's yeah. just a constant dragon circle. eating the tail thing yeah that's what is that that's exactly what lex and batman is going through right now that's great because it's amazing to see those two characters are going to be duking it out like on just on these movies um, I, i'm just now realizing that this guy worked lex, for the loop no yeah like lex and batman is literally just a big circle within itself like they just Spiral. It's the number one and the number two most intelligent. You know. Yeah. It's like they have In to. They have to create that conflict. Yeah. I mean, you think Brainiac might show up down the line? <laughs> like Dark Side's already here. I think Brainiac like, needs to show up. I think it's time for that character to be on film. I just. I think like it's Brainiac time. thirteen or something. And I think yeah. Injustice did a good job of finally giving a modern take on the character because they put that they've put that character on ice for so long it seems. Brainiac's insane. Yeah. Like, I, and that's probably why. It's probably cuz it's like when you once you introduce Brainiac it's like all right, you better be sure what you're doing before you introduce that character cuz it changes everything. Um Darkseid doesn't really cuz Darkseid is just like world conqueror. Yeah, just a war, like he has a simple purpose. He, I mean, he's a crazy god and whatnot, but like See, like, you can introduce Darkseid. Darkseid still follows rules. Yeah, like, you can introduce Darkseid, but you can't introduce his brother, because once you introduce Metron, then that's something that it's like, all right, you better be careful you're going to introduce that character, because that's, that's a heavy thing to talk about. Um, That'll be so deep. Like, yeah. That's kind of what I want Thor Ragnarok to be. Like, to get there? To get, like... Yeah, like, because that's the only reason, like, I have the God of Thunder line. That's the only reason I love that line, was because it was super in just his world. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, I think the less connection to Earth, like those films, get a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Just cause, I mean, because you get to explore that mythology that's out there. Um, but yeah, I think this guy had. I'm sorry, we got off tangent, but like, I think this this guy literally, he was like, "What?" He's like, "Yo, I'm ready to die at this point." Or yeah, not ready to die. I know but it's like, gonna happen. He knows it's gonna happen, which is crazy. Did you see that video? on the internet where it's like that little boy and like someone's got like a, a spray bottle and like holds it up right to his face as soon as he's just like 
shoot me. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my god. I have to find it for you. So yeah. I um, think I think this is where the rated R comes in. Oh absolutely. It was brutal. I watched the guy's facial expressions the whole every time. You ever the, the guy that stabbed him, the guy that talked to Anatolia is the yeah, guy that yeah, gave him the guy. knife. Yeah, yeah. Iron Who gave him the knife? Uh, another inmate. It's yeah, a spoon? it's, it's a, sh- a shiv. Iron Hand had yeah. a big beard like that. Yeah. Stop looking at his hand, Nate. What do you mean? But yeah, just what they do is they. I can't be giving people ideas, but it's it's. Usually- oh man, did you ever t- have a field trip to the uh, like correctional center when you were in middle school or anything like that? I think so, Did but not you? here. I, I was in Miami. Yes, yeah, I was in Orange County, and they yeah. were like, "Yeah, we got to go to the jail," and like, "This is what happened," and like, they told Take us, a "Like, good all, luck, Nate." They had, <laughs> yeah, they had like a desk set up, and they had like all the items that they've confiscated that people have made into like shivs, and there were some messed up things in there, dude. Like, I mean, if you're gonna make a shiv and you have a prison, you have a lot of time to be creative, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah man, it's there's. Did you, is this news to you? You didn't. Go, I never you went to Seminole County, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You never went to. Well, I did do Orange County for a minute, but it was a private school. Oh, they wouldn't so. take you to a jail for a yeah. field trip. <laughs> when we moved here, then it was a uh, public. Then it was the mud, mud walk and uh, Islands yeah, of Adventure. Yeah, Mud Walk was bomb. You know that closed down? It's dried up. It's good. I've never... What are you good? I never I went. I puked every time I walked through that thing. It's yeah, disgusting. I never went. I was like, I can't. It smells atrocious. <laughs> the mud it's walk nature, is, man. It is. I mean, but I was young back then. But uh, yeah, it was silly. Um, if you, if I had the option to not spend an entire day walking waist deep in mud, I'd probably choose not to do it. And if the someone's fact that like, you weren't going to be at school, see, like I didn't have the option. So I probably would have been all over it at okay. that point. I, uh, but like right now, someone's like, yeah, let's go to the mud. No, it, was cool. like, it was more no. than that. We did like a little bit of wood carving. There was just talks of stuff. Talks of stuff. Speaking of wood. Speaking of wood carving, uh, this guy gets wood carved pretty bad. Yeah, he gets carved up. He's done. He hits the ground. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget the first time I saw someone being shanked in a film, and it wasn't this one, but it was like... What was it? I don't know. I can't remember, but there's a, there's a, there's a pretty popular... I think it's popular. I think people know of the film, but there's definitely a part and kind of like some suspenseful drama or something. Maybe it was Goodfellas. No. No, there's a film where there's a guy who gets, he's in prison and all of a sudden everyone, like everyone in prison shanks him at the same time. And it's so <laughs> messed up. Being shanked is terrible. It looks, it looks awful. Imagine lo- you just, uh, it's a, there's a things you don't feel uh, and then they're being punctured. It's, is there a, is there a shanking scene in, in Goodfellas? I, in it the might prison? not be Goodfellas, but there's, it's a film in that vein and like, I just remember seeing it and being like, damn, no thanks. <laughs> I don't want And it's that. like a, it's like in a quick montage type style, <sighs> isn't it? It's like he, I think there's a staircase involved and he's still getting shanked as he falls down the stairs. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, there was the Game of Thrones. Yeah. But that John. was more. Yeah, that just happened in Game of Thrones. Maybe you're just fusing the game. Yeah, I was thinking of Game of Thrones. I'm sorry. Goodfellas and Game of Thrones go hand in hand. <laughs> I'd say so. But, put, uh, put Ray Liotta in Game of Thrones. Yeah, and I think what's also messed up is these people, like, I guess they're all paid to, like, cover The way up. they crowded. Yeah. The way they, like, created the strategy. I think it's just probably just a thing that they know. It's, it's, pi- it's pirate code, but in prison. Pirate code, That you yes. all gang up so no one can get singled out? Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. also, you might be the next person getting shanked. I don't know, man. Um, Never been in jail. Crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was totally organized. I agree. Uh, everybody had Whisper or it, like Pirate Code. It, yeah, Pirate Code. Jeez. Nobody yeah. really knows what Pirate Code entails, but it, everybody knows it exists yeah, and everybody parlay. needs to respect parlay. it. That's the only one that people know. You guys know what Parlay means? No. You don't know what it means? Horizon. Huh? Oh, that should have been the last thing I said. Sorry. No, it's my fault. I know my port versus... Uh, Stern? No, port side and... Starboard. 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 Starburst. Starburst. Port and Starburst. <laughs> Permission to come aboard. Starburst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, let's just quit our jobs and become pirates. I've hey, we'll buy a boat and we'll hey. go out and see. Captain Salty, dude, board for duty. Nate has to forget about his hate for sharks. Nathan can just oh go no, I'll be forever. if I'm on a boat, I'm good. Nate doesn't hate sharks; he's afraid of sharks. I'm. I mean, sharks are scary. It, in the, certain circumstances, if I'm in the water and there's like that's not my element. Like that thing obviously. has total advantage over Absolutely. me, and I don't, I don't like that. No. You don't stand a chance. It'll be the same thing if you're if there's a bear running at me. I'm like Depends I don't know what, what to do of, now. Depends on what kind of bear. Some just want to cuddle. Like a grizzly bear, like you have to like get in the fetal position, and it's a territorial thing. So once yeah, it, like kind of like bees. So you like just don't bother it and don't yeah. get in its yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But then I think black. But still, like they're still fast. Like oh. I just like I know I'm not out oh, running yeah. you. I it's shark. I know I'm not out swimming you. I can't. Black bears are like the non-territorial one, which is worse because it's like it doesn't matter what you do; they're just angry. It's gonna destroy you. It's so it's angry. like you have to yeah. just like rah, serpentine. Serpent. You have to just good luck. Climb rah. a tree. You have to run faster than you the can other even climb trees. Yeah, right. They climb faster than they can run. Reticulated pythons; those things climb trees too. Those are terrifying. You can, if there's if you're in like the Amazon or I whatever, and like you're like oh crap, there's a python running at me. It's like I'm gonna climb this tree. The poison will get. The thing goes what 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 what. I'd rather it be a venomous snake than. Big ass constricting snake. How? Oh yeah! If it's like a ten foot anaconda, that's gonna be a fight. Yeah, well, I'm coming out. <laughs> Russell Crowe's fighting around the world. Um, <laughs> Mac, can you tell us the first time you saw Donald Justice. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It was us. We all went. I don't think it was opening night. It may have been the day or two after. I think so. I think it was like a Saturday. Yeah, we all went to the Winter Park Altamont. It was a good time. The movie was great. You liked when, it when you first saw it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, if you want to talk about the whole movie, it was great. I was happy to be able to be a part of that first minute when we did 56. Was that it? Yeah. Just because that scene was With awesome. With Superman in the yeah, air. Yeah, that scene oh, was the great. Scene? I usually, I always tear up and get goosebumps whenever I see that, man. Yeah, that's, that one scene just of Clark or Superman in front of the sun. You just see his silhouette and his yeah. cape. The that's hand just reaching what I, out. Yeah, that's what I, I imagine it. of... If Mark, if Superman exists, if that Superman would be me. Exists. That would be me reaching out and just told me Superman. I love yeah, you. that's neat. <laughs> I see it. You guys should see his hair. But no, no, that's I thought him. it was great. It was there. that person in the film. It's just, I mean, I understand the fucking the the film crit- critiquers or whatever critics. That's the right word. Film critics like bashing on it just for just the continuity issues and the, what we're talking about and misunderstanding. Just, like, to, just to see them on screen is fantastic. Yeah, those that moment when like. They're going through Lex's files, looking at the um, made a human scene. Like that was awesome to see Cyborg on the wall, just to see Ezra Miller blinking on a screen. Like it's just good times. We're about to see more of that in the yeah. next film, which uh, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be real crazy. Um, do you have any other cool like favorite stories of Batman and Superman that you like? As far as just their own thing? Yeah, like, is just there any anything sort of that you've read or, like, them. Oh, okay, absolutely. Whenever we talk about Batman, I always want to mention Batman, or, not Batman, I'm sorry. Whenever we talk about Superman, I'll get to Batman, but this came first. When we talk about Superman, I always think about um, Superman Year One. 
that was the first book of Superman that I read that I like loved. Like that really got me into the character. It was super, just probably just where we were in our lives, just yeah. super relevant. It really was. So yeah. it was fantastic. I remember like, you giving it to me, and I was like, "Dude, it, dude, like, like that scene with the cat, I yeah, teared yeah, up. Like yeah. it was fantastic. The book is so good. So yeah. I definitely, I love those. Um, when we're talking about Batman, the new Fifty Two line was pretty rad. Hell yeah, yeah. I'll I for- loved the Year One stuff, dude. It's I love the Year One stuff. Like uh, with Riddler, oh, yeah, and that's my uh, oh, for zero everybody year. wants to, yeah zero year. I'm sorry, yeah. anybody who ever wants asks me my absolute favorite villain is the Riddler. Yeah, I love him. That was my He's favorite so storyline in that. In zero, zero year was yeah. awesome. It like, really was. That story it was, was fantastic. fantastic. Like, so good, it, so smart too. Yeah, I mean, like you couldn't have anybody in that storyline and be the have it not be the Riddler. It was just too smart. Awesome. Yeah, I'm. I see like right now they're running out. Um, not really up to date with Batman or anything like that. Right now, it's been Joker versus Riddler. I don't know how that's been received. I'll yeah, probably I mean, look man. at the novel, but it seems like a I'll good get it for the line. I like it's my boy. Um, I was thinking, like, did Zero Year come out just right after? It no, was um, uh, in D- it was Court, Court of Owls, and then it did like the Joker death. Of yeah, the family. they did death of the family. I think it started at like nineteen and went through thirty four ish. Nineteen? It's right around there. No, because I, I think was seventeen first? was like that all black issue. Zero year. Had, zero year. Zero year was two parts, like two volumes. It was like there was a yeah, zero was, year part one, and there was a zero yeah. year part two when it was like actually came. And I think it was books four and five. So it was like that was a huge story. It was, story was big, amazing. Yeah, I think, I think it was four and five, and then like the first one had the tie-in yeah, with Action Comics and the yeah. big hurricane. One like of, of the new Fifty Two run, like Volume One was Court of Owls, and then it was Part Two in the second volume mm-hmm. where he like. And then three was Death of the like, Family. In the first one, he goes through the whole maze and stuff, and then in the second volume, he's like, "All right, I know how to beat them now." Yep. And that's with the whole like black bat like m- like mech armor that he has. Yeah. Get and then the third house. one, yeah, the yeah. third one was the death of the family, and then four and five were zero years. Zero year, yeah. And then the sixth one was like random stories. Nah, the sixth one was graveyard shift. Um, yeah, yeah, that was, was just, just like different the middle. Stories. Yeah, it was. Was like that when area. Damien died, and they had just that yeah. issue with no words and everything? Yeah, the one it had Damien's death in it. Because there was definitely that funk between the Joker and then Zero Year. Because I think they were like, "Fuck," <laughs> they were like, "Dang, we don't really have a great story right now. Like, let's." Fill in a couple of weeks or yeah. months. I don't know what to one of them there. was boom Clay- zero year. One of them was Clayface trying to reveal Batman's identity, but somehow he had it figured out or something. Yeah, um, there was some yeah. good ones. They weren't great, the, yeah, but it was still there. I was still distracted by like Flash, like just Francis Manipal and all that. Like that's when they introduced Spoiler as like Stephanie Brown. <laughs> it's like well, okay, I guess we're doing that. There was definitely uh, a little funk there, but. Yeah. Um, otherwise, for Batman, I'm not the biggest Batman fan. Like, it's cool when I see him in like Justice League and stuff like that. But do you ever have a favorite meeting of the two characters, like a Batman and Superman, uh, or do you really just like stick with like a Trinity kind of deal? I like Trinity. Yeah, I think Wonder Woman's just great to that. And I'm definitely more on the Superman interested side. You remember when we read the the New Fifty Two launch of Superman Batman? How it was like really gothic. That oh first yeah, issue. it was like J- Salvador J- Dali. J- J- Lee. Yeah, that was awesome. I loved those. I have Batman Superman one on my wall. Yeah, that was. You know, really what's cool. interesting about that one is like the Earth one met Earth two of the same characters. Yeah, and they're like that was oh, really cool. We gotta tell you about the future. Yeah, and then Brett Booth took over Batman Superman, and I was like, ah, 
Really? Yeah. I know he took over Flash. Because yeah, they he did. did the, they, they did, did the, the sideways, sideways covers. Yeah, just, that was with. Um, I guess I don't like change. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Brett Booth did take over, and it was really heavy inked, and I didn't. Oh yeah, he did switch. It's just like when Brett yeah. Booth did Nightwing. I just didn't. He announced that he. Sorry, Brett. Uh, I liked his covers. I couldn't take a whole comic of it. He. I don't know. He was really good in the Teen Titans one. I just remember there being a, like a, a, what is it called? Uh, square. Oh, I panel. A panel, but yeah, a panel of like Tim Drake chilling with like a Green Lantern shirt on in one of the issues, and I was like, I like this picture. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. Turn it out, blow yeah. it up. Um, um, who did Who did um, Teen Titans when like Tim had it? the Red Robin wings? Was that Rockefeller? Kenneth Rockefeller? Who was? Uh, the, he did the reboot. He he oh, started no. with who, the reboot the with first, Raven and Beast Boy were in it. Yeah, the first New Fifty Two ran of Teen Titans died quick. The yeah, very that first really, that had the really good Red Robin outfit in it. Yeah, the, it had the uh, that was, was uh, it's the team that started it was Scott Lobdell and Brett Booth, mm-hmm. and then it continued being Scott Lobdale, but it switched multiple times with the artist. And then when they relaunched it and they called it New Teen Titans, um, where. It was Kenneth Rockefeller, and then I yeah. think a, another writer. I don't think Scott Lobdale stayed. I think it was replaced. Whatever. But, um, <laughs> We're so far off. It's okay. Talk this was a short Titans. week, or short, um, not week, episode or minute. There really didn't like it was all like time, like just watching things develop. <laughs> yeah. Watching like there wasn't. It was well, the, the shanking thing was. It took a lot. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> Make you uncomfortable. Um, Cool. I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up. You guys have any closing notes for the uh, for the week? No. Thanks for letting me hang. We should have Matt on more often. Hey, <laughs> I'm down. Down like a clown. Yeah. Um, I'm a clown. What? Would you, Would call, you call me? me? <laughs> How dare you? Um, cool. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up for the week. If you enjoyed everything you heard, don't forget that we also have a Patreon. So for five dollars a month, you get some more bonus episodes, including comic books that Nate and I review for you, and uh, you can find us at the DC. Minute Listener Society group on Facebook. Join us, other guests, and other listeners, and we could talk about the minutes at hand. We could talk about Man of Steel. We could talk about Suicide Squad. We could talk about Wonder Woman. Eventually, we'll be able to talk about Justice League when it comes out. And uh, yeah, that'll be that. Um, so stay tuned, and we'll catch you guys next week here on DC Cinematic Minute.